0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. Uh, well, Jaylen Nye. Hello. We asked a moment ago what uh, your best or uh, most uh, important or most memorable summer job was. And by the way, I've got the perfect job for you if you're a cat lover. Had this story in front of me for a while. Uh, but here on our texting line, between grades 9 and 10, uh, Dad made me get a job roofing, had the typical t-shirt tan, and then when I registered for grade 10, I wore a v-necked soccer jersey, which showed my tan line. So my, mm. grade, my grade 10 picture is horrible. And I also got... Perfumed due to frosh Week. Thanks, that's uh, thanks, Dad. That from John. Uh, finest summer job growing up a seasonal as a seasonal at Old uh, McDonald's <laughs> Resort, really, on Buffalo Lake. Oh, you didn't need to tell me where Old McDonald's is. Uh, the family there taught me so much as a young kid. My first job at 14 years old. It was great fun meeting so many people on vacation camping. That family is still camping. That uh, that's uh, sorry, that family is still good friends and close to my heart. That's the McDonald family, of course taught me so much about uh, good work ethic that I brought into my life and have flourished in my career in the oil field. That from Jamie and Beaumont.
1: Awesome. How about this? From Bar Spent two summers as a cook living and working at the Prince of Wales Hotel. It was amazing. I'd recommend it to any unattached young people. <laughs> I'll bet. Molson Dan says mowed lawns two summers in a row. It was a small company, 85 houses per week. Me and one other friend driving around all summer. Never been more fit or
0: tanned. Summer of 1980, trail guide at Pyramid Riding Stables in mm, Jasper. That nice. sounds wonderful. And we were talking about... Uh, One job I had one summer was rock picking. And uh, this text, hey, Andrew, it's all in the presentation. As a farmer, I would say, hey, kids, who wants to go to the rock festival? (laughs) (laughs) And by the time they realized it's actually rock picking, it was too late. And uh, yeah, yeah, not, says somebody. A more tedious job than picking rocks. (laughs) Thank God for zero till.
1: Or strawberries. I picked strawberries for a little while when I was in, uh, I was a really young kid, though. It wasn't even, I think I was, I wasn't even in high school. I think my parents had sent us out to do something (laughs) and it was picking strawberries and that wasn't a whole lot of fun. Do you know, I
0: don't know if this is a Prince Edward Island thing. There's a lot of strawberry farms in Prince Edward Island, potato farms too, of course. And I don't know if this is a PEI thing or if everybody does this. But a lot of farmers, they'd when it was time for their strawberries to be picked, they would charge tourists, you know, a a certain amount of money for a basket, and then you go pick your own strawberries and you're paying for the strawberries, but you have to pick them, right?
1: Yeah, it's you pick. They're all over the place. Really?
0: It's just that I always thought that was the greatest marketing strategy ever.
1: Some people seem to like it for some reason. They do,
0: right? So wait a minute, you're going to pay me to pick my crop? Okay. Yeah,
1: that works. You can do that all over the place okay? Really? Eh? Yeah, the you pick strawberries, you pick blueberries, you pick Saskatoons. So here's, uh,
0: I said I have a dream job for you. Do you remember sometime last week was International Cat Lovers yeah. Day or something? Um, well, if you love cats and kittens, uh, how would you like to spend... Uh, a sunny time on a Greek island. Uh, This is the job, the part-time job, which means you'll have loads of free time, by the way, to explore the island, uh, includes accommodation. Uh, You go to a sanctuary manager's house. Uh, The job description is as follows, and it was on Reddit. I'm looking for someone who can take over the daily running of my Greek cat sanctuary in my absence you will have 55 cats in your care and you need to be able to overview them all plus feed and medicate. There's a big bonus, uh, added bonus if you're trained like a vet or a nurse. The job is long term but a minimum of six months is required with a one month intro at the beginning of October. Um, if you're interested, you're supposed to send your application to joanbowell
1: at yahoo.com. That's J-O-A-N-B-O-W-E-L-L at yahoo.com. Already getting a whole slew of... Um <laughs> resumes and phone calls in on that one.
0: Uh, uh, six months on a Greek island looking after cats.
1: Sounds perfect, except for the cats. Yeah, I mean I'd bring Carol along. I mean, there's to there's look a, after the cats. Th- well, there's a difference between you know three cats and sixty. True.
0: At times we're pushing the limit of how many is an acceptable number of cats. We're down to three right now, but I think we're probably going back up to four here shortly. I mean, if you look after how many litter boxes do you need for sixty cats? Isn't each cat supposed to get their own litter box? I
1: suspect that they're not. I suspect that they go do their business wherever. Hmm.
0: Well, I'm interested. And I had this story, and I didn't know where I'd be able to fit it in, but since we're talking about cats, did you know this? I know. 66% of cat owners don't know cats can't drink milk. Did you know that? Or shouldn't drink milk? Or dogs, I think. Uh, Dogs? There's a lot of crossover between what? is good for dogs. dog. Like, everyone knows chocolate, right, is bad mm-hmm. for dogs. It's also bad for cats. There are nine foods that people typically give a cat the cat owners have no idea are actually bad for them. On the list are chocolate, makes sense, alcohol. That's obvious. Do, would, do you have to tell? Yes, you do have to tell people that.
1: Coffee.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, onions. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, garlic. Mm-hmm. Uh, raisins and grapes. Yep. Are bad for cats. And That's, dogs. Is that a fact because... I got to be honest with you. I didn't know that one. We have we always have grapes in a bowl with other fruit on the island in the kitchen, and our cats. I mean, they mostly play with it, but they love to jump up there when no one's looking, grab a, a grape, and then they play with it. So we don't know if they're eating them or hiding them, because you can't Until you find, find them. The raisins. Right, then you find a raisin. Uh, raw chicken, cheese, which most cats love cheese. Dogs love cheese, but that milk content is bad mm-hmm. for them, right? And cream. Yeah, look at that. All the things that you thought a cat would love, like cream, cheese, milk. Yeah. I have a cat that likes onions, too. You should, probably shouldn't give it onions. Well, you know where it gets onions is, let's say you're having spaghetti, right? Spaghetti and meatballs, and, you know... What, you pick the onions out and drop it on the floor? No, no, when you're done, you you put the... You know, say you're watching TV, eating a little spaghetti, and you're done... I mean, personally, my plate, there's nothing left, but the kids, you know, they've got a little bit of whatever left and then the cat will jump up. They're all thieves. They like to hunt, right? So
1: they they go skulking around the kitchen table?
0: No, we're typically eating, to be honest with you, in the rec room watching, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, but the cats will like wait for an opportunity. Like cats are, they'll look at all four people in the room and wait for that one moment when all four heads are turned, and then they'll just fire mm-hmm. for that plate and grab whatever's on there. You'd think a cat would know what's not good for it, wouldn't you?
1: We don't know. As I know, humans, but cats are smarter. For,
0: oh, come on. Well, let's not get into that. I know you're not a cat person.
1: It's not that I'm not a cat person.
0: Most cats are lactose intolerant, says hmm. this texture. I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you always see, oh, a little kitten with a little bowl of cream, and it's so cute, and, you know, that sort of thing, but no.
0: Hey, uh, you know... Have you ever um, seen a
1: dog eat watermelon? That's fun.
0: <laughs> no, I have not, and it's not on the list. Yeah, it should be okay. okay, <laughs> Why would a dog be eating watermelon?
1: Because it's cool and it's full of water and it's a oh, treat. Oh, bet
0: they eat the uh, rind as well.
1: They can, yeah, yeah, but most time just the the red part.
0: Cherry pits are full of arsenic. Wow. Huh. Uh, you know the naked gardener, Claire. Yep. Yeah, favorite summer job was tending to grapes. I bet <laughs> it was in uh, vineyards, uh, banana plantations, and date plantations in Israel don't have a fear of creepy crawlies anymore.
1: Did you have your clothes on there, Claire? I bet you did.
0: (laughs) It's probably more acceptable to be naked in Europe.
1: Uh, Israel, I'm not. Oh, Israel, yeah. yeah.
0: Speaking of Greece and that, uh, have you spent time in Europe at all? Yes. TV in Europe is quite something, the advertisements particularly. I was in Greece for three or four days because we were holding there Mm
1: -hmm. while waiting to go
0: entertain the troops, right? and the TV commercials, like, first of all, the, the soap operas are like, uh, what am I watching mm-hmm. here? Like, there's nudity. A little risque. Yeah. Then the commercial comes so on, and newspapers. you're like, wow,
1: that's... Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's a good thing. They're a little more... Well, liberal. Liberal, I guess. Small l, liberal.
1: But yeah. Not snowflake liberal. No. <laughs> no, definitely not it's Clear that up. No, just, I, I think that they're just, they have a, a more open attitude towards things like bodies, yeah. sex, um, alcohol, uh, that well, sort of thing. Well, you can always
0: tell the Europeans when you're at an all inclusive resort, right? In Mexico or, you know, whatever, or Dominican, where there's an area, a private, they have no problem. If it's not nude, they'll make it as close to nude as possible. You know, the little, uh, what do you call those, Speedos and stuff? Holy Lord, what am I looking at here? Why am I looking? Have
1: you ever tried one of those on? No. No.
0: I, I, I just don't think I have the, you know, I don't think I have the body for it. And I'll tell you the reason I don't think that, because nobody has the body for oh, it.
1: Oh, I would disagree with that. Really? I think there are some people that definitely have the body for it. <laughs> uh, but I would also like professional say... Professional
0: swimmers perhaps, Olympic well, swimmers yeah, maybe. But I would
1: also say that you have the body for it if you have the confidence to put one on and not give too you know what's what anyone is thinking. Here's the problem with... Tip of tip of my really? sun hat to you. <laughs>
0: the problem with me I'm wearing like, a you Speedo... you rock that thing. No, see, I could have the confidence to wear it. And I would, in fact, do it on a dare. Uh, but nobody would be able to see that I was wearing a Speedo. That's the problem. They'd just be like, <laughs> that guy has no bathing suit on. No, I do. I have to lift this up for you to see the it. The belly. But, yeah.
1: Well, from behind. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I just... I have become as... As I've, as I've gotten older, I have stopped worrying so much what I look like in a bathing suit and just embrace the fact that I'm in a bathing suit, somewhere warm, feel comfortable enough sure. to get out there and do that. And so when I see someone who is rocking an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny bikini, and you think maybe, hmm, I'm like, good on you, girl. Really? Or guy. It's yeah.
0: very supportive of the sisterhood.
1: And, and I'm saying about for the guys, too. Okay. I'm going like, to
0: go for it. But you're not a big fan of, like, stretchy pants, though, right?
1: What do you mean? Stretchy pants? Yeah. Like Lululemons? Yeah, yeah. I wear Lululemons.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just a, a appropriate places, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like if the queen's coming to town.
1: I did not say <laughs> to wear the Lululemons <laughs> to to visit the the queen. I think spandex, mm. in general, has its its place, like the 80s. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spandex and
1: Crocs. There's up. a luck. He's going to see the Queen. <laughs> or going to Winnipeg. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Interesting. The question about why it's not okay to feed uh, your cat chicken. Raw chicken? There's two reasons. Of course, raw chicken um, has salmonella. But the other reason is it doesn't contain any of the nutrients that a cat needs. Uh-huh. So if a cat constantly fills up on chicken, if that's all you're feeding the cat, then it won't get the nutrients it it, uh, requires. That's the reason.
1: Listen to this. Kelly Boy says, I'm 57. I could pull a Speedo off, not break, and I'm just blessed with good DNA. And then Trucker Dave says, hey, you guys, I've worn a Speedo and I did it well. Love it, Trucker Dave. (laughs) Um, Laura in Grand Prairie. You guys, in capital letters, my brother-in-law is from Croatia. When he first moved to Winnipeg at 21, he and his European friend went to a beach. They were in speedos. <laughs> they were so astounded that all the men were wearing capri pants for swim trunks. LOL. He says to me in his accent, first week in Winnipeg, we go to the beach. All the guys wear capri pants. I thought, what the hell? Like, how do they tan their ties? <laughs> how do they tan their, their thighs? That's <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Laurie. Hmm.
0: I remember going to a beach in England, Bristol Beach. Yeah. And I went with my cousins, uh, some boys, some girls, and uh, they all just stripped down on the beach to get into their bathing suit. Like they just, oh, yeah. they put a towel around them, Unless stripped down. It. Yeah, and That's everybody does. Same
1: thing. Yeah. On the beach in, Bla- in, in Blackpool, the same thing. Yeah. You just put a towel around, and gear down. Actually, kind of happened in Mexico, too. Speaking
0: of uh, European um, sensibilities and doing things in public,
1: what about these urinals in Paris? I was listening to oh my gosh so there's a show this another station CBC it's a like Carol off and someone comes on at 6:30 and they were talking about this last night and they are pretty much they're they're right along the river in a really nice neighborhood they they look like mailboxes where you just Go pee in. That boys can go pee in.
0: To help visualize it, I would say they, they look more like um, newspaper boxes, like the kind of boxes okay. that you buy. A, but, you know, there's just a box on a stand, and you just do your business in the yeah. box, Yeah. Like, number one. To
1: me, it was like, yeah, just visually, it was like you, you open it up, put her in, do yeah. your business, and there's straw and stuff down on the bottom that then they clean out and they use for compost.
0: It's the craziest <laughs> Now, Europe's always been a little crazy that they're way.
1: They're called Urinoirs. Urano,
0: Urano, I thought they were called the designer... Uh,
1: the well, there's a different... There's a designing name.
0: Urich, yeah. your uh, who knows. <laughs> now, in Paris, I don't know if they still have them, but they used to have public washrooms. Yeah, you were, pay
1: like 10 whatever and yeah, you just go in there. They're big green
0: things. That's right. and And, you know, some don't some allow people to see your head, you know, but they can't see your body. But You're these, you just war. you just walk up to this newspaper box and drop your stuff in. Um, and it's funny because... Well, it's funny because it, it's funny. There's only a handful of them there, but they intend to have more. The problem they're trying to address is men urinating in public. Mm-hmm. Like, and so they're trying to, to address that problem. The mayor says that, that, it's, that it's been a problem, and so therefore this is the solution. But already, and I guess we could have all seen this coming... Um, there's been an accusation that they're discriminatory because well, you're saying basically women have to hold it, but men, you know, you, you, the two arguments are so women have to hold it, men don't. The other argument is that you're specifically addressing a problem related to men only. So you're th- th- blaming men. Can't men can't hold
1: their stuff. Right, right. Right.
0: So either way, you're yeah. being a, you're discriminating. <laughs> I, I don't think I could focus enough to. To do my business, and the other thing is, is where they've put them. Like they've put them in some very historic places, some places where people typically go for a beautiful yeah, Parisian Notre Dame view. cathedral, not right. far from
1: there on the river. Right. There's tourist boats passing by. <laughs> <laughs> the picture is a guy just leaning nice, in, doing yeah, his thing. Yeah. Oh, those but, French. <laughs> those goodies. <laughs> That's a crazy <laughs> question. But I, can you imagine... I just I mean, hope
0: nobody on council here in Edmonton reads this article.
1: Well, but think about it, though. Think about... I bet you, would if you really, really, really had to, how wonderful would it be to have that right there?
0: No. I'm going to say no. Well...
1: I mean, for some people, they would have no problem. Others, like mm-hmm. some of us who don't like public washrooms to begin with, or uh, I'd rather ink. not
0: throw my junk somewhere that other guys' junk has been in the last couple of minutes as well. It just it does, and plus, I don't want to do well,
1: it's it. It's not like it's
0: uh, no, I know, but it's <laughs> anyways. It's quite public.
1: You're standing. You're yeah. You just well. What do you mean? It's no different than standing at a. Trough in a at Commonwealth. Well, it is quite different because you go through a doorway to get to that trough. This you're just walking up to the. Yeah, but there's all sorts of other people around when you're doing that. Yeah. (laughs) This one, at least, you're kind of covered. Well, you know the other argument. Insert.
0: Sure. Okay. The other argument would be they're obviously putting them in areas that have a lot of traffic and that's the reason that urination in public has become a problem so if you have a lot of traffic that means what you also have a lot of children you have uh, families mm. right it seems like it would open the door for accidents you know like oh I didn't I should have got that zipped up a little quicker didn't see the kids walking along like I just I just but again like maybe I've got this North American sensibility I don't know <laughs> would you want it by a school if it's a great idea would you want it by an elementary school Where a man can walk up and put his junk in a box?
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Junk in a box. That should be the name of it. Then it makes a lot more sense. It's everything you need (laughs) for it. There is a Saturday Night (laughs) Live skit,
1: which we cannot play. Hmm better than drop than dropping everything and just going underneath a tree in the middle of a park. I don't know that it
0: is, though. How,
1: you know, like I know nobody on.
0: wants... You, you shouldn't I'm, do it, obviously, right? But it just seems better for me to, you know, like, just go down a back alley, look around, nobody's looking, you know, whatever. As opposed to a, a going box to a where everybody... to a designated
1: pee spot. Can't they just build a washroom? Well, that's the other thing, Paris. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can, have you fallen on hard times? Like, <laughs> just come up with a I mean, even Edmonton built, you know that outdoor, well, not outdoor, but you know the that. Glass the glass one on White
1: Avenue, yes.
0: that I never thought I'd say this is, that is a good idea compared to that. I never thought I'd say those words, but that's a better concept compared to this, in, just in my mind. Although I would personally never go in that glass one. It's like bathrooms and glass, like they shouldn't be in the same sentence, should they? I understand why they have glass, so that people don't camp in there and, uh, and you know, you can see if there's. Uh, We're you learning
1: know. so much. I vote Andrew. Aren't no, we? we're not.
0: It's just it's a pretty personal thing you're doing, right?
1: Yeah, everyone does it, and if well, you got to go, you got to go. everyone
0: you does go. It, Sure. I mean, everyone picks their nose too. There's an unbelievable. I saw a statistic on how many times a day the average person picks their nose, and it's incredible. And it, and you know everybody does it, but we don't do it in public. Like you're not like a well, this is a very natural thing. So I think I'll do it. At the cocktail party tonight. Do you know what I mean? Like you... you
1: <laughs> Some people don't get that memo, unfortunately. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> what
0: are you oh, there's doing? There's nothing worse than being in traffic and looking over and like, oh, that was a bad time to look.
1: So you have to tell them. You have to say, hey.
0: Yeah. Bat in the cave.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's also another awkward conversation, but it's a good one to have, you know? <laughs> Tucking the tag in the back of the shirt or mm-hmm. the... Anyway, Paris. Yeah. Good on you.
0: Well, if it works, it works. You're...
1: Ticking Parisians off.
0: Yeah, well, the locals don't like it. They're pretty unhappy. It's like anything else. It seems like a good idea until it's outside of your store.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? Because that's you part of what's sit, happened. You
1: want to sit and have your little piece of bread and that's your right. cheese and your glass of wine. One
0: of them's right outside, apparently, a, an historic art gallery where the guy's like, no. <laughs> right? And art dealers, they got to be the most liberal people in the world. And the the guy who owns that, or, or the curator, he's like, No you'd like that out of there the 6 30 chad afternoon news with jaylen nye and andrew gross weekdays at 2 on 6 30 chad